0: Everybody, this is Derek King with the Derek King Sports Show. We all know how important it is to stay protected. Sometimes, life throws you a curve, and that's why you need Allstate. The Wiley Group has two locations in Festus and Arnold to serve you. They offer home, auto, boat, motorcycle, business life insurance investments and so much more they offer a customized approach that is unique to your situation to make sure that you your family and assets are properly protected they also offer great rates and savings give sean and his team a call today at 636-764-6294 they'll help you with an insurance quote right over the phone even give them a call if you just want to talk sports (laughs) they do that too We all have busy lives, so you can also email Sean at at seanwiley@allstate.com and talk to him about your coverage options. And remember, you're in good hands with Allstate. Hey, this is Derek King with the Derek King Sports Show. We all know buying a vehicle can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be. Fist Street Motors, located in Pacific, Missouri, will help you find the vehicle that you need no matter what brand. Fist Street Motors believes in giving you the best price on a pre-owned vehicle that will fit your budget. Give Brandon or Don a call today at 573-259-1306 and make sure you tell them that Gateway City Sports sent you. This is Gateway City Sports. Th- this is the Derek King Sports Show. Cardinals, Blues, Mizzou Athletics, Chiefs. He has it covered. The Derek King Sports Show. Only on Gateway City Sports. We need to go ahead and get set up, because apparently I didn't even have my microphone in front of me, so bear with me for just a moment while I move some things around. I got so flustered, I'm just about as bad as the Cardinals right now, screwing the pooch, and not being ready for my own show. Oh, what a mess. Uh, Internet issues, as always, not really a surprise. Thank you, ISP, once again, for leaving me hanging high and dry. Not, again, a surprise. But it's not really going to be a fun show today because we're going to talk about a lot of things that need to be talked about. You know, kind of those come-to-Jesus moments, especially for the St. Louis Cardinals, and kind of the type of product that they're putting out there. Now, they, they went up, this being said, they went up against the Cleveland Indian team that, uh, or are they even calling themselves the Indians anymore? They say they are, but they said this year they weren't. Or was it supposed to be next year? I don't know. They don't even have an idea what they're going to be or what they're going to do. All I can tell you is that the Cardinals got their butts absolutely stomped and here's the reason why. Let's go to the box score. Cleveland Indians thrashed, throttled the Cardinals 10 to 1. Absolutely just hammered them. And oh. Am I not surprised? Am I not surprised? I know there were some people that were getting on me uh Even early on, I've been this way for the last couple of years, but I remember a lot of people getting on me after this particular pitcher had somewhat kind of turned the corner, done a little bit better of a job. I thought to myself, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm being a little bit rough on the guy. Maybe maybe I'm being a little bit tough on him. Well, was I? I've seen this before. I've read this story before. I know how this ends. Carlos Martinez is never going to be what you think that he was going to be, whether it be for his own mental ability to be able to handle that spot whether it's for talent, period, um, you, you insert issue here. Really, seriously, insert issue here. He got absolutely just thrashed, four innings pitched, seven hits, five earned runs, one walk, seven strikeouts. So from that stat line there, that tells me he wasn't struggling with control. What that stat line tells me is he was putting his pitches right down the middle of the plate. We're going to get into the a little bit more of that there. It was nice to see Andrew Miller come out, and he pitched an inning, got a couple of hits, and one strikeout. Jake Woodford gave up a run. Seth Ellage was in there. Daniel Ponce de Leon was in there. Um, And Junior Fernandez came in for a little bit, but he got lit up, lit up. This is hard to watch as a Cardinals fan. You know, every single one of us, we can attest to how difficult it is to see that, but that remains to be seen of the batting issues, the offensive issues that they are in this massive slump right now. And why they're not getting on base, staying on base, pushing runners in, whatever it is that they're doing or whatever it is that they need to do, they're not doing it. I don't I I'm confused as you are as a fan, because you've seen how hot Nolan Arenado was early in the season. Paul Goldschmidt has left a little bit to be desired. And you saw some other players kind of stepping in and stepping up. Obviously, Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson's, you know, you feel like he's always a threat. He wore the sombrero. Tommy Edmond, 0 for 5. He had five at bats. Five at bats. No runs, no hits, no walks, and no ribbies. At over five at bats. Are you kidding me? That's your leadoff hitter? You expect them to at least get one hit. This is the same thing with Carlos Martinez to a certain extent. It's feast or famine. It's a flash in the pan. You're going to get everything and then you're going to get nothing. This is the story of your St. Louis Cardinals. They are streaky, and that is the the best definition that I could give you. Streaky at best. You're going to get wins in bunches and you're going to get losses in bunches. Hopefully, the wins end up being more than the losses. But that doesn't set well for what's potentially going to be happening in the playoffs if they ever make it there. And it's not looking good. We could sit here and we could bash on them all we want. But let's try to be a little bit more constructive instead of destructive. Let's be a little bit more proactive instead of being reactive. So let's kind of think about for a second, what can the Cardinals do to right the ship? What is it that they need to do in order to reduce that streakiness and have more consistent wins? I don't expect them to win every game. I expect them to win every series. As any fan would... So you got to ask yourself, what do the Cardinals need to do? And I know there's going to be a lot of the keyboard warriors out there on the Twitter machine, on the uh, the Facebook, on wherever else. And they're going to sit there and say, fire John Moselock, fire Michael Gersh, get rid of a clean house. That is not what needs to be done here. I've criticized Michael Gersh. I've criticized John Moselock. I've criticized the coaching staff. There's a lot of things that might potentially need to be done at some point in time. To do all of that stuff is not, not now. What you need is you need to offload the players, and I'm going to use that term loosely, that are holding you down and holding you back And you need to go out and get players who want to play, who show up, who kick ass, who are going to go out there and they're going to play ball. You can't have one or two or three people carrying an entire team on their back. You can't have that. So what are you going to do? So it's blatantly obvious that the Cardinals need pitching. We know that. Well, I don't think there's anything that disputes that but they also need some bats so obviously tyler webb got outrighted on waivers here not that long ago what a shock nobody picked him up um because he's just not a major league player and they keep trying to make him into one and he's just not it so who could the cardinals go obviously the one thing that The one thing that consistently gets said, the one thing that always gets talked about in Cardinals fandom, Cardinals nation, whatever you want to call it, the one thing that consistently gets brought up is Max Scherzer. I think Max Scherzer would be a great addition to the team. I wanted him years ago, but it didn't happen. I wanted him to pay him $200 million. They didn't do it. Why? I don't know. You tell me. Why the Cardinals didn't want to shell out that kind of money for that kind of a player. Because I'm telling you right now, that was the biggest flub I think that they've ever done. If you've got the Nationals that are willing to move off of Scherzer's contract, and they're willing to eat some of that money or a lot of that money to send him over here, you might still have a really good couple of years. So that's an option. There's, yeah, I remember early on in the season, I just don't. I remember early on in the season, let me go back to that thought that I had. I remember early on in the season when there was a lot of fans that were saying, oh, go out and get this trade, go out get this piece and all that all that stuff. The problem is, is teams aren't wanting to move off of players. And especially since the Cardinals absolutely robbed the Colorado Rockies of Nolan Arenado, And then they moved on from Dexter Fowler and, and there's a few other things there that they did. Teams aren't knocking down the Cardinals' door to want to do a trade because they know the Cardinals are probably going to better them on the trade. So what pitchers are actually out there that are good quality pitchers, starting pitchers, that you know are going to make a difference, that you can go out and you can get? I mean, I can't name a bunch. I don't know how many teams are actually wanting to move off of pitchers. And that's going to lead me into my next bit here in just a second. But I don't see a lot of teams wanting to move off of pitchers right now for a multitude of reasons. And now being of the fact that the entire Major League Baseball is now watching what's going on it's with cheating, it's hard to say. So we're going to have a quick break. We're going to come right back, and uh, we're going to talk about cheating in baseball, which is something that I brought up early on. So we'll see you here in just a little bit. You Guys, hang tight. Hey, this is Derek King with the Derek King Sports Show. We all know buying a vehicle can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be. Fist Street Motors, located in Pacific, Missouri, will help you find the vehicle that you need no matter what brand. Fist Street Motors believes in giving you the best price on a pre-owned vehicle that will fit your budget. Give Brandon or Don a call today at 573-259-1306 and make sure you tell them that Gateway City Sports sent you. All right, we're back, and we're going to talk about cheating in baseball a little bit more because I don't think that there was a lot of people that took me seriously whenever I brought this up several weeks ago and I started talking about it. Here's the reason why. I was told from a couple of different birdies within uh, Major League Baseball that this was coming down. I knew. I knew I knew a long time ago. Really, Matt, to be frankly honest with you, I was told in New stories like over a year ago i've known of this and i will go back to something else that i will talk about because i think it's very important as a part of the story you remember the game with the cardinals and i don't remember who was pitching at the time could have been wayno could have been martinez could have been somebody else i don't know but there was it was a day game. Yadier Molina was uh, catching that game. It was, I believe, a weekend game, and the, a pitch got away from Yadi. He couldn't find it. He's running around to find it, and literally, the ball itself was stuck to his protector, his chest protector, stuck. These weigh several ounces. They're not light. For that small of a surface area, you're talking about this little Rawlings spot here. For this to adhere to something of that nature, that chest protector, how sticky does that substance have to be? That stick a pelican grip, whatever you want to call it. How sticky does that have to be for that to stick to his vest? So you know there was something going on there. You know that pitcher was potentially doing something. And now a lot of people say, well, that was just pine tar on his. Pine tar sticks. It doesn't stick like that. Whatever that was, was a substance. I know there's going to be a lot of Cardinal fans out there. How dare you call out our Cardinals like that? How dare you? Sorry, Adam Wainwright was one of the pitchers named in it. Whether we want to believe it or we don't. The fact of the matter is pitchers are using substances. And and Major League Baseball is not and was not policing it. Apparently they are now. And they're going to start policing it in between innings. They're going to be watching pitchers, seeing where they're tugging at on their glove, if they're pulling on the strings, if they're reaching up... Uh, underneath the glove, uh, if they're reaching inside the glove in between the fingers and the webbing, if they're trying to get. Because I've watched thousands of innings of Major League Baseball, and I see him go to all sorts of places. They go to their hat. You know, Garrett Cole does that right there. He does this, and you can see it tack and actually pull the brim of the hat up. As he releases, because as you release, the brim of that hat doesn't move. Well, when he releases, it literally sticks to his fingers and it pulls the brim of the hat up. There's other places, that, uh, other pitchers that go to the side of their hat. They might go back here to the back of their head. They go to the back of their neck. Um, that The different substances, different actions. It's either slip or grip. We've talked about it. It just it it fascinates me that there's I, I got a lot of flack for those episodes talking about cheating in baseball. It's like, well, you need to talk about the Cardinals cheating, you know, you need to talk about this, you need to talk about that, you know, you need to touch more on the Astros stuff or whatever. The fact of the matter is cheating has been going on in baseball as long as there's been baseball. Cheating's been going on in football as long as there's been football. The fact of the matter is is how do those organizations police it? That's the $64,000 question that needs to be addressed. Are they policing it? Well, apparently Major League Baseball is going to police it now. And umpires are going to be watching. See, this is why they'll never go to a computerized umpiring crew. You have to have physical people on the field watching what's going on. You're never going to have a computerized umpiring crew. You might have some form of a uh, hybrid strike zone. That might be a possibility. But you're not going to see it because of things like this. And specifically, I think uh, there's a couple of reasons of why you're seeing a lot of issues in baseball. One is being the pace of play issue. Secondly... <laughs> and i think is one of the bigger issues along with tacking up the baseball deadening it almost is the three true outcomes a hit a home run a strikeout or a walk a walk a home a hit a strikeout walk hit strikeout walk hit strikeout that's it they don't want to be they don't want to be going deep into counts. They don't want to be slapping the ball the opposite way. They don't want to be playing any small ball. They don't want three hour and twenty-five minute games. And I've stressed this in other episodes of the show in the past. This is why football has become America's number one sport by far, is because you can sit down and you can watch a game in two hours. It doesn't take much to sit down and watch a professional football game in two hours. Now, you're going to have your handful of games that are going to go a little bit longer, a little bit shorter, but two hours. You could sit down and watch two games. You could sit down in the morning, and you could watch yourself a 12 o'clock game, midday, sit down, have your lunch, have your afternoon nap, and then wake up in the evening. You know, you go out the afternoon. You go out, you cut your grass. You maybe have a grill out for dinner. Whatever, you come back in, you watch the, the Sunday night game. To prime time can't do that in baseball you sit down at baseball and you watch a twelve fifteen game you're sitting there until three o'clock in the afternoon it's difficult for people to live the type of lifestyles that we're used to living today in a fast-paced world that we live in people's attention spans aren't there so something needs to be addressed with that but the big thing right now is the cheating Something has to be done with putting that those substances on the baseball. I'll give you a really good example. Garrett Cole, who's just gotten hammered here as of late, and Trevor Bauer, who has freely admitted that he uses substances, they've both, and I think there was a third pitcher too, but I don't want to name names unless I have an actual uh actual proof to point that out. But they've all lost several hundred RPMs on their baseball rotations. Why is that? How is it that you're throwing 2,800 RPM on a slider or something like that, or, you you know, you're throwing 2,600 RPM and then you go down to 2,200 RPM, or you go down to 2,400 RPM? That doesn't just happen. There's reason, because you're not using that substance anymore. They know they're going to get busted. You get busted, we're not. We're not just talking about thirty days, sixty day. You might be banned for the rest of the season. They're taking this seriously. Major League Baseball is getting after this, so it's something that needs to be talked about. It needs to be addressed, and that's what we're gonna. That's hopefully what we're gonna start seeing because baseball needs to get cleaned up. you got batters that can't hit anything because you've got balls that are coming in like this straight right at you and then go shoop, shoop, or whoop, or whoop. How are you supposed to hit that at 95 miles an hour? You know, it's not like this where it's got, you know, this is obviously my Cardinal Special Edition Major League Baseball how are you supposed to hit something like that? Moving at 95, 97 miles an hour. Or in Jordan Hicks' case, 102, 100 miles an hour. How are you supposed to hit something like that? Starting around, moving around. These super sinkers. You know? how? Are... Here's the thing. We all want to sit here and say, oh, golly, I mean, I could do better than that. I could stand up there and hit it. I, I challenge anybody. And this isn't a, a direct accusation at anybody this isn't me pointing fingers but have you ever stood in a batter's box and had somebody throw a breaking pitch that starts off at your face and ends up at your knees (laughs) i mean god love you you're a pro if you could stand in there and take that just a breaking pitch and we're talking those pitches are moving at 70 some odd miles an hour low 80s Maybe mid-80s at most, but to take a hard slider as a lefty that comes in on you, from a right-handed pitcher, obviously. To take something with hard cut and either cut away from you or into you, however, however the pitch is, that's devastating. From a hitter standpoint, all you could do is just, as they would say in the military, spray and pray. Hope you're going to hit something. Just throw the bat head down there, and hopefully you make contact. Here's the thing. With all this stick on the ball, what do you think going to happen? When you take rosin, which is uh, designed, obviously, to help pitchers get a better grip on the baseball – but when you take rosin, it's a chalky type of stuff in a bag that they have behind the pitcher's mound for the novices who don't know what rosin is. Uh, and, and they, you know, they take that rosin and they, that bag, they bounce it around in their hand and they knock it around. You know, we would always see Lance Lynn, I said this a couple episodes ago, we'd always see Lance Lynn take that. He'd hit himself on the forearms, right? He'd get it at the bend of his elbows. He'd hit it on his neck. And you'd you'd always see him doing this. He'd do this, do this, do this. You know, rub his arm, his forearm, rub his other forearm. You know, whatever he would do. He would get underneath here, he'd do this. Lance Lynn is loaded up with so much stuff, it's not even funny. And that rosin, here's the key to rosin, the chemical composition key to it. You could take rosin and and add some sunscreen to it, and it creates a really tacky substance. Now, it's not super stickums. It's not this hybrid stuff that they're using now. You know, like a pelican grip, whatever. You know, what we're going to call it that pelican grip. You know, they're using that, and they're getting all these rotations, more rotations on the ball, and they've done the studies on it and have found that RPMs factor into strikeouts or they factor into um, missed balls or foul balls that get caught. Here's the thing. This is where power comes from a batter hitting a pitch. This is the basic fundamentals of baseball. This is physics. I know there's some people that are going to be bored by it, but we're going to use this nice little leather case here. And we're going to use this as a representation of a baseball bat. And we're going to use this baseball, obviously, as the being thrown from the pitcher. As the ball comes in and the bat comes in to make contact with said ball, you have a contact area. If this ball is loaded with a substance, it's going to stick to that bat. So the ball isn't going to want to come off the bat until it's forced to. Then it's going to roll off the bat. What does that mean? It deadens the ball. That means you don't get proper flight. You don't get trajectory. This is where batters have gone to trajectories, right? Pitch angle, you know, launch angle. This is where they've come from it. It's because they've learned these pitchers using substances, the balls are sticking to the bats whenever they hit them. I mean, there's some of these balls that fans are catching in, in the stands. This is no joke. This is I, these are reports that are actually coming from fans out of the stands that are getting these balls, and it literally it strings off like snot. Like you ever seen Ghostbusters the movie Ghostbusters? If you haven't seen the movie Ghostbusters at this point, what kind of hole have you been living in? But there's this the beginning sequences of that movie. It's after the title sequence runs, and Bill Murray's in there got a little test. Thing for analysis and he's little, scraping a little petri dish He's it's all stringy and stuff that's kind of how this stuff is to a certain extent it is sticky it is stringy it, uh, if you've ever done pressure tests on like bearing grease and things of that nature for uh, equipment vehicles and so on and so forth you see this tackiness this stringiness to it that's the kind of stuff that they're using on these balls to get better grip so Major League Baseball is going to start policing that. I'll be interested to see what happens. Personally speaking, I'll be really interested to see what happens. But we'll see. So, let's uh move on to the next topic that I really kind of want to talk about. And that's a little bit of football stuff. Just just a little bit, just a little just a little nibble. So we're getting to the start of coming up into mini camps and, you know, and all that stuff for the NFL. And that's all fun. You know, the, the typical stuff that gets talked about right now, you know, Aaron Rodgers, is he going to hold out or is he going to get traded or what's going to happen? Well, it's looking like he's more than likely going to be get, be holding out. So if that's the case, what's going to happen there? Who really knows? But I can tell you the one thing that I am really interested in and following right now. The USFL supposedly is coming back. Supposedly. There have been reports that former owners and rights holders to the name of the USFL who are still getting royalty checks are saying, hey, you never came to us. You never purchased the rights from us. Who did you purchase it from and what did you purchase? Because it's not the USFL. So what does that mean? I don't know. I am not an expert when it comes to that field. I am not a lawyer by trade. I could tell you what I have seen. I could tell you my experiences from the past, but I cannot tell you for sure Of what's going on there. But it's definitely something that you need to be keeping an eye on as a fan. You need to be watching this. If you're excited about USFL coming back. This is something you need to keep an eye on. Now that kind of leads me to my next little bit. And having conversations with uh, friends and colleagues of mine. Talking about the XFL coming back being excited about that, wanting to see that happen. Uh, The XFL has been dragging their feet for a very long period of time, not releasing any news, any information, but supposedly here over the next couple of days, it might be today. There's supposed to be some information that's going to be released. I don't know what that is. I've heard things, I'm not going to discuss them, but there's supposedly some information here over the next few days to few weeks that's going to be coming out from the XFL I think that has a lot to do with the USFL stuff being the fact that they've dropped news on that and they're like oh we better get something out there because we're gonna lose our lose our mojo we're gonna lose our momentum so we'll see what comes of that if something comes up but if you haven't checked it out there's one other thing that I want to um, bring to your attention. In the zone network, obviously, you guys know that I've been involved with them for a few years now. Uh, you know, I always do stuff with them, they do stuff with us, uh, and we love that relationship. We love working together. We have a great cultivating relationship between the two entities, uh, but they are separate entities. Gateway City Sports, In The Zone Network. I think there are some people that get kind of confused sometimes about that, but Gateway City Sports is its own entity, and so is In The Zone Network. We just work together because we're all friends, and we work together we love to share content. Uh, I regularly do interviews with the legend himself, the living legend, Palmer Alexander Third, and I was just over on his uh, show just here the other day, the In The Zone show, and we were doing... A uh, interview, and we were talking pretty much majority stuff football. And those have always been fantastic. We've been great interviews. They've always done great numbers. And if you're a football fan and you like talking about football, go over and check that out. It's over on Podomatic. You can look up In the Zone Network, uh, or you could just go to my Twitter page. Go to my. Um, <clears throat> The Gateway City Sports Facebook page, it's its in there in the timelines. Go check it out. But it's automatic and it's an interview that I just did here a few days ago with them, and it's a great interview. Go check it out. There's other interviews I've done with them in the past. You go check those out too. It's all good stuff. Make sure that you go over to gatewaycitysports.com, www. I don't think we really have to phrase that anymore, but still. GatewayCitySports.com. Check out all the newest and latest articles. We've got a ton of stuff out there on the Cardinals right now. we got all sorts of things that are coming out. And so I want you to go there and check it out. But another thing I want to talk to you about is the In the Cards show. We've got the player up over on the website. Uh, we've got an interview uh, with uh, the Papa Swope, Mr. Brian Swope who's going to be doing a new show himself coming up here real soon. I'm not going to get too deep into that, but it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be fun. You're going to like it a lot, but it's going to be Cardinals-oriented, baseball-oriented. And so if you're a big baseball fan, go check it out. I think you're going to love it. We've just got so many things going on. It's hard to kind of keep, keep it in perspective, of all the new things that are happening every single day over at Gateway City Sports and with working with all of the wonderful people over at In The Zone Network, uh, you know, In The Cards, new show, all those things. Got a lot of stuff going on, folks. You guys are going to be excited about what we have coming out. I'm excited about what we have coming out and the new things that we're going to continue to keep working on to bring to you guys in the most, in the best way that we can for you guys to listen to that information and to listen to those shows or to read that content because that's what we're here for, is for you guys. All right, that's going to cut it for me this week. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Like, share, subscribe, get it all out there. I appreciate you. I thank you. If it was not for you guys and gals out there uh, watching the show, sharing the show, doing what you're doing, hey ma'am, we wouldn't we wouldn't be where we're at today. So thank you very much. I appreciate you guys, and we will see you next week, 9 a.m. Wednesday. Come on back. Hey, everybody, this is Derek King with the Derek King Sports Show. We all know how important it is to stay protected. Sometimes life throws you a curve, and that's why you need Allstate. The Wiley Group has two locations in Festus and Arnold to serve you. They offer home, auto, boat, motorcycle, business, life insurance, investments, and so much more. They offer a customized approach that is unique to your situation to make sure that you, your family, and assets are properly protected. They also offer great rates and savings. Give Sean and his team a call today at 636-764-6294. They'll help you with an insurance quote right over the phone. Even give them a call if you just wanna talk sports. (laughs) They do that too. We all have busy lives, so you can also email Sean at at seanwiley@allstate.com and talk to him about your coverage options. And remember, you're in good hands with Allstate.